Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On talk radio. Um, and I, I was thinking a lot about the strawberries. If you didn't see it, I'm a celebrity a couple of years ago. Me and thick boxer Amir Khan stole some strawberries from some people. And it became a very controversial big thing within the confines of that. And it became a bit of a story outside. Um, and at the weekend, I was in a restaurant with my boys. And as we left, one of the waiters said, Do you want any strawberries? And... I've made real peace with that line now. For a while, it would really get... I'd, I'd be all, oh, right, is that the best you got? Really, right. Um, but I get it now. I get it. I get it. I created, along with Amir, I created an iconic piece of television. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm aware it's not... I would, no, I was about to say not as iconic as Who Shot JR, but do you know what? Actually... God damn it, yes it is. It's not like man landing on the moon. No, but it's up there with Nasty Nick and the note. Yeah, I made an iconic piece of television uh, when really I was doing it for for, uh, Kath and my mate Scott, Balcony. Before I was doing it, I was thinking, will Scott and Kath laugh? And I was there for a long time and I thought, yes, they'll laugh. Can I survive the fallout that will happen in the camp when this comes out? Because it will come out at some point. And I thought, yes, I could. I didn't realise it would get quite as nasty as it, as, as it eventually did. Otherwise, maybe I wouldn't have done it. But my overriding thing was, will my two closest friends, two of my closest friends, find it funny? And it was, yeah, I think they will. So I did it to make you laugh, Catherine, and I did it to make Scott laugh, who doesn't listen to the show anymore because he's a knobber. Um, Is it because of the Babadook? <laughs> maybe it's the Babadook. Um, and I was thinking, how dare I, how dare I get grumpy with people remembering... Something I did on on a TV show. How dare I get grumpy? I should be proud of that. D- name one other bit from from that from the 2017. I'm a celebrity. I've not watched it, so I don't know. Name one other bit that springs to mind. The bit where you jumped off that plane. <laughs> that was lovely. That you thought you were going to die. Admittedly, die. but. What, you, oh, and the bit with you in the in the swimming pool where again you thought you were going to die. I thought I was going to die. But now, if you're just like a regular thing, I don't want to big myself up too much. Um, but if you, you, you name one other bit that happened in that show two years ago, first thing that comes to mind is the strawberries for most people. Brilliant. I'll take that. And, and I'm I'm really thrilled. I tell you what, what, what's swung it round for me is when this new series of I'm a Celebrity started. I started getting so many tweets from people that don't even listen to the show. 
going, looking forward to this series, but nothing will be as iconic as these two. Picture of me and Amir giggling over some strawberries. And I thought, wow, God, that really... I'm, I'm not bigging myself up. Please, please, please don't think, you know, it, I, I, I get what it is. It's a funny two minutes on a reality TV show. It, it isn't, you know, there's a brood of footage or, it's, it's, you know, it's nothing of any great import. But people two years later sending me a screenshot or, or just atting me saying this is iconic. That's incredible. But you know why? It's That's incredible. People, oh, right. That show has been on for had been on for such a long time, yeah. like Big Brother, that people felt watching that they'd seen it all, and that the people going on knew what the trick was. It's not like the first series when everyone's going in as an experiment, and it's more no. um, it's more natural in some ways because people aren't completely conscious of what they're going to get out of it, which is the way sometimes it comes across on reality TV shows these days. So this was completely out of the blue. Yeah. The fact that you subverted the usual let's all get together campers and let's all do it for the good of the group and did something naughty. And do you know what? The extra camps, they were all loving it. Yeah. Yeah. They were all loving it. I Joel Domit was saying, I've been waiting for someone to do that for ages. And Deck thought it was hilarious. I, I, I knew the game and it was fun and I created something that actually I'm very proud of and my boys still laugh when people mention the strawberries. I'm in. And here's the spoiler. He wasn't taking a, a, a hearty meal out of the mouths of his campmates. They were going to get one strawberry each. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we decided it would be better if two men got six strawberries each because then we could do a lot more. It's funny, actually. I, I was going to mention this, then I wasn't going to mention this, and I think we're going to mention this, right? I think that you and I, dear listener, need to have a chat about... Um, and it kind of follows on from the I'm a Celebrity thing, and it's going to be about me a little bit and about Kath a little bit, but about about um, expectations, about celebrity, about friendships and about, about barriers, I guess. Boundaries. There's boundaries, thank you. There's been a few things um, the last couple of days that have really struck me as peculiar. They've got me angry. They've got me upset. They've got me annoyed. They've got me scratching my head and going, what? And i tell you what it is, right? i tell you what it is. Um, yesterday I was saying how I've muted some of you on Twitter, right? And I have, and I have. But what I then saw was loads of people going, I think he's muted me. Oh, I bet he's muted. Why would he mute me? Loads of people. And I saw it because... I hadn't muted yeah. those people. But the thing is, for some of those people, that progressed into feelings of anger, yep. hurt, yep. and then they got insulting yep. about someone who hadn't muted them. And there are, I'm sure there are people talking about it that I had muted. Right. And that's fine. I, the way I choose to curate my Twitter feed is my business. Now, when I'm talking about me, I guess I'm kind of talking about all of us, OK? But all I can do is share my, my experience, right? So some people got very, very angry and there was someone um, last night got very angry and then walked it back when it was pointed out to them that what they were saying was actually a little bit nuts. So they walked it back. But saying that it was selfish... Well, here's, here's one. Here's someone... And I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to embarrass people. Some of you will know. Some of you won't. Here's one. He's a very talented man, but he's also very selfish and rude, muting and blocking supportive fans who have done everything for him. Now... I'll block you if you're abusive to me or someone I like 
or if you're you're rude. If you're rude and abusive, rude and or abusive to me or someone I like, and that could be Kath, that could be my sister, that could be, I don't think anyone has been actually, or, or, or that could be just, you know, a listener to the show. Who's, if, if you're rude or abusive, that's I'm going to block you. Right? And that's fine to do that. Um, and if you're just a little bit needy or entitled or repetitious or demanding too much of my attention, I'll mute you. And that's fine. I'm not telling you off, not criticising you. I'm hardly ever discussing it. If I do discuss it, I discuss it with Kath, but we don't really go, hey, I muted these people today, but I might say, oh, I've muted such and such, just because they were saying the same thing over and over again. Do you know when it... The only time it comes up is when... Um when people think that they can get to you through me. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say, what's this? This person then sent another tweet. Ian Lee's a twat, basically, but his, his show is still good. And that's fine. OK. But... but Gosh, uh, and then basically got, is such a tricky word. Then I've got people messaging me, and because I don't reply or respond or click like, they then message me through someone else going, don't know if you can see that, but this is coming just in case they got muted. And then I had an email today, right, from someone I have asked politely to stop messaging me. I have told aggressively to stop messaging me. I have reported them to the police. I've reported them to my boss. I've ignored them. I've told them the truth, that their messages scare me and make me feel very, very uncomfortable. Okay, and again, I'm not going to mention any names. So this person messaged me again today. Ian, I'm just a listener that really enjoys the show you do. I can't even remember how I got to the point in your mind of being a stalker. You've got me so damn wrong, it's not funny. You get emails from listeners all the time. I'm no different. I don't like listening to you referring to the email I sent about your cat, sent with the utmost sincerity, calling me a nut job and a scumbag. That really hurts, and to be honest, it really sends me into a spiral of self-loathing, hatred and doubt about the person I am and how I've been perceived. I made a mistake a long time ago with the sending pictures to listeners, but did I hear that you did something similar so you could hopefully relate to doing stupid things under the influence of certain mindsets? I came on air and publicly apologised for that behaviour, so why don't you cut me some slack? Why is it that you get to tell me how you feel about the way I make you feel, but the consequences of you doing so, the feelings of me hating myself, isn't allowed to be just as valid? Honest to God, you've got me wrong. But none of it matters, as we don't even know each other, never have and never will. I'm just a listener, a follower, that's all. Just wanted to be understood. My God, there's so much in there. And I'm, I'm aware that by reading it, I'm actually very nervous reading it because I am opening a can of worms. That person, please, I'm not mentioning your name. I'm really asking you to stop contacting me. You scare me. You scare me. The pictures you sent are not the reason that I don't want you contacting me. It's the persistence and the insistence that we have something that scares me. 
Why is it that you get to tell me how you feel about the way I make you feel? Because this is my job. This is my life. This is my livelihood. My job is to come on this radio station, sit in front of this microphone and try and do something that isn't talking about Brexit, isn't talking about anti-Semitism, isn't talking about Islamophobia, isn't talking about did Joe Swinton have a bad or a good debate. It's, it's to try and make something different. And, and that involves me sharing a lot more of me than any other radio presenter I can think of, certainly in this country, probably in the world, possible exception Howard Stern. I can't think of any other radio presenter that shares this much. God, I came out to you guys but before I told people that were close to me. You know, I've shared so much. So I do get to say how I feel. And if people want to phone up 0344 499 1000 and share how you feel, you're very, very welcome to do that. I'm also very accessible. 15 hours a week, you can phone me. Um, several hours a week, I'll be streaming on Twitch where you can come and chat. Three hours a month, me and Catherine do a phone-in podcast around the country. Really accessible, right? So, yeah, I get to say how I feel. You don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. You can, you can switch off at any point. I'm addressing this person. I'm addressing kind of everyone. He's just, tweet, he's just texted us. God, yes. He's just texted us and now I feel sick. Stop listening. Stop listening. Stop listening. I am, I am, you, I do not belong to you. I am not a part of you. I am nothing to do with you. Stop listening. And the same, and I don't want it to be about this person. This is a broader thing. The, 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 these tweets last night really made me think we need to, I am, I am not your friend in the way that some of you think I am. And this is about me, but this is also about celebrity in general. We hear Nigel, for example, talking about how Miley Cyrus is his friend and stuff. And it's really difficult to get through to him that she's not. She doesn't know who he is. She doesn't know anything about him, right? And we all, a lot of us all think if we could just meet our favourite singer or if we could just meet our favourite actor or our favourite comedian, we'd get on so well. There's a bit of me that thinks that. A lot of the guests I've had on in the past... I've got them in because I thought I'd really like to be their friend. So I've, I've been doing it as well. And over the past 20 years, I've become friends with three of them. Steve Gutenberg, Bare Naked Ladies and Stephen Page. Fine. And Imani, actually. Imani, four. But there's a part of me that wants to be friends with people that can communicate with me, whether it's, for me, it's primarily it's through music. I think I want to be friends with them. They just want to sell a record, man. I just want to sell a radio show. Here's the thing. I love talking to you lot so much. I love my job. I get My job is to make my best friend in the world laugh. Um, and if he's not listening, then I've got to try and make Catherine laugh. That's a joke. She's giving me the finger. That's my job, is to come in and hang out on my best mate and make her laugh. And I get double points if I hear Sam laughing through the glass. That's a, that's a double little Brucey bonus. Oh, OK. That's my job. That's it. And uh, we work in such a way that we, as well as making you laugh, we kind of share a lot of stuff and we're trying to create something new and something bold and something different and it's looking like it's starting to work in terms of, of the conventional, you know, numbers going up and we're getting some amazing calls coming in. My God, I had so many people tweeting me today about the legend of the Sphinx 
The Riddle of the Sphinx. Oh, from if you missed it from last night's show, it's the podcast. It's it's so funny. So it's supposed to be a serious lecture, but it ended up being uh, talking about eggs. So funny, and I'm so proud of it. I didn't do anything. I played some silly Egyptian music and sat back and was stifling my laughter. But I'm so proud, Kath, that we allowed something like that to happen on our show. And so many people got in touch. That's it. That's it. I am not your friend. I'm not your friend. A couple of you I have become friends with. Um, but for them, and now I've realised I've planted a seed in some people going, well, he means me. I can name them if you want. <laughs> I can name who I've become friends with. Um, I'm not your friend. I don't owe you anything more than the three hours a night I give you. I give you a lot, man. I give you a lot. And so, uh, again, I don't want this to make sense. So do your pop stars. So do your film stars. So do your comedians. So do your YouTubers. So do whoever it is you look up to. Maybe it's other radio hosts. That's all they, we, I owe you. That's it. That's all. And so to be upset that I, I don't like a tweet, I don't respond to a tweet, I don't reply to an email, I, I, I maybe didn't spend as much time talking to you at an event as, as, as you would have... It's really unfair. It's really unfair. And quite possibly it's my fault, to a certain extent. It's my fault that maybe I've created... Marcus and David, stay there, be there in a bit. Um, uh, it, maybe it's my fault by being... Too open, by sharing too much. But I don't want to change that. So I guess, what am I trying to say? I don't know. I'm not telling you off. Some of you, please, don't th- please don't want anyone to think they're being told off, right? No one's being told off. I'm so grateful that you choose to listen to this show. So grateful. So grateful you, some of you come to our live shows. I'm so grateful that we made three grand for the Samaritan selling a silly book. So grateful that I've had to post out another 15 uh, singles and, uh, and rabbit hole badges. So grateful. Posted them out today. So, so grateful. Here to stay, holding your feet to the fire says the person who's been emailing me. His name is John. I don't know what that means, but does, does that sound threatening to you? Mm-hmm. Here to stay, holding your feet to the fire. And John wonders why I don't want anything to do with him. John's an extreme example. He's an extreme example. Um... I don't know. I don't know the point I'm trying to make here. I've just been really upset and really confused recently at how much some of you seem to want from me. I'm just, I'm just a joker, man. I'm a jester. I'm a jester. I'm here to dick around and you can point and you can laugh with me. You can laugh at me. I couldn't give a stuff. As long as you're laughing or thinking or feeling or something, that is it. That's it. For most people, they get it. Most people do. You're absolutely right. Thank you. It's the people who are... At- at this point, thinking, yeah, but it doesn't mean me because because I'm different. It's you. It's people who expect some sort of one-to-one experience once this show is finished. Or who think that by sending a message, somehow that means that we have to respond. Mm. We're not at work anymore. It's really interesting. Tony gets it. Tony sent me a, t- a text and then he says in his second text... Uh, if you do not reply personally or come round tonight for a coffee, I will troll you forever. Think carefully about your next move, bro. He gets it. 
He gets it. He and most gets people it. get it. Most people do. It's a tiny it's percentage. It's the people who get disappointed and, and sometimes personally offended. I don't owe you anything. I feel I give you more than most. Your favourite singer doesn't owe you anything. Justin Bieber doesn't owe you anything. Paul McCartney doesn't owe you anything. Miley Cyrus, that doesn't owe you anything. I, I, I can't think of any actors. Or I can think, well, Daniel Craig doesn't owe you anything. The, 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 all the people that play Doctor Who do not owe you anything. I'm not speaking to you, Peter, when I say that. But it, it, it's part, Your favourite comedian, it doesn't, they don't owe you anything. All they owe you is that when you pay money to see their film or their set or you turn on the radio, that they do their best to give you a good time. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all they owe you. And then it's done. Then it's done. That's the contract that you have with an entertainer. So it's a weird, weird start to the show. I just felt I had to say something because I was so upset at some of the people getting angry because they thought I'd muted them. And um, he owes us everything. I saw that from a couple of people. And I thought, wow, you really think that just because you think I've muted you on Twitter? And the reason you think I've muted you is because I don't respond to your tweets? That's insane, man. That's insane. Um, so, you know, think about me. And also think about the other people that you admire and that you um, respect and that you look up to, right? Their, their job is to, you know, make a movie for three months or make a TV series for a month or, sing, you know, sing a song, sing songs for 90 minutes. That's the job. That's it. That's the contract you have with them. Anything beyond that is an absolute bonus. And if you choose to, you know, reward them with extra by buying their T-shirts and their merch, that's brilliant. That's great. But you're not buying any more of them. That's that's a bonus on top. Does that make sense, Catherine? If I sound like a sanctimonious, pretentious dick there, that's my no, fear no, no, of no. bringing that up. No, because what we're talking about is some really extreme behaviour, and you know, if you people that actually think that they have done something for you by listening to a radio show, I've done everything for him. You, you don't have to listen. It's mm, a weird vibe we've created, but do you know what? I'm happy with that. I'm really looking forward to, to playing for you. Go on. Most people get it. Most people do. Oh, of course. Um, I think that it's part of the power of radio, the fact that what I'm thinking now is going directly into someone else's brain and uh, it's going into a bedroom that they may share with nobody or they may share with someone they don't get on with or they may be downstairs avoiding someone or they may be thinking about not wanting to go to work. We're keeping them company at a really, what can be a really lonely time. Mm-hmm. And we're there when their friends aren't picking up the phone. Um, but I think it's unreasonable to expect us to replace those people. Talking of being uncomfortable, right, I'm so looking forward to, I would guess, next week, dropping part one of Catherine and my show that we did in Brighton. Yeah. I guess we got one more Celebrity Diary this week and then we're going to play the show in Brighton, two parts. And it was really uncomfortable. I know we're late for the ads. Bah. Really, really uncomfortable because there was someone in the show, tiny audience, 60 people. Well, it was about 50 because 10 people didn't turn up. Really not enjoying the show to the point where the show became about him and me. Really uncomfortable. And we weren't sure whether we were going to drop it as a podcast. 
But then I heard a podcast yesterday, two days ago, yesterday, Monday, that was so uncomfortable and incredible. I thought, I the phone Kath up, said, Kath, we've got, we've got to put Brighton out because this is a feeling. This is a feeling. It's a podcast called How Did That Get Played? Brilliant. Really funny podcast. Two people uh, present it. Can't remember the names. I do apologise. Really funny. And they talk about rubbish video games. And each week they get a guest in and they focus on one rubbish video game and they destroy it. And it's a really funny show and I love it. And then this week for the Thanksgiving show, it's American. They had a Native American comedian in talking about a terrible game. It's not really a game. It's kind of a, a fringe release called Custer's Last Stand on the Atari 2600. Very old system. And within that game, of course, General Custer massacred loads of Native Americans and Red Indians, as we used to call them. Didn't massacre as many as he would like because he was inept. But in the game, you play Custer, who, who basically was part of a genocide. And in the game, you have to rape a Native American woman. And they get a Native American comedian to talk about it. And the first 20 minutes is great. And they're chatting about video games and old systems they had. And it's fun. And then the host goes, right, well, let's get to the game. And the guest says, you can hear him swallow. And he says, right, um, I'm being serious here. I'm not, I'm not doing a bit. Um, I'm Native American. I'm really confused as to why you're talking, you've invited me to talk about a game that involves General Custer raping Native American women when Native American women have the highest unsolved murder rate on Thanksgiving. Silence. And he goes, I'm just thinking, what the f... Yeah. And you can hear the two hosts just gulping and going... Oh, my God, what yeah. have we done? And he says... It's wonderful. As far as I know, I'm the only Native American you've ever had on this show. Yeah. And you choose this, and you choose now. Yep, yep. And the point he's making is, why, why, why did you not, not get me on to, to talk about... Um, you know, I can't think of any of the other... Guys. Why did you not get me on to talk about Sonic Adventure three weeks ago? Why did you not get... Why have you not got me on in a month to talk about Garfield Cart? Why? Why? is tokenism. It feels like he's being wheeled out, yeah. It's tokenism. It's so uncomfortable. And, and the two hosts justify it, try and justify it. And then right at the end, they both go, we screwed up so bad. So bad. I am so... And, and they're all cool. They're friends, right? It is the most amazing listen I've, I've heard in as much as it made me feel from a podcast that makes me chuckle and sometimes makes me a bit angry because they slag off games I like. That's it. To sat in my car going, oh, my God, this is awful. I feel awful. It's great. How did that get played? How did that get played? It's the last episode, Custer's Revenge. Um, anyway, it's just made me think we've got to put out Brighton. Unedited. We've got to put it out and maybe we put it out and maybe we do like a little workshop where we talk about it or something because it's tense. Yeah. It's tense and it's feeling something. It's feeling something. This is what I want. I don't want to... Radio makes you feel angry because it's like, hey, you've got to vote. You can't vote Jeremy Corbyn because he's anti-Semitic. Well, no, you can't vote Boris Johnson because he's anti-Muslim. You can't vote Joe um, Thingy Bob from because she had a terrible... It's that, it's that. It sort of makes you feel angry. Or, 
But I, I want to feel other stuff. I like feeling angry. I like feeling aroused. I like feeling drunk. I like feeling uncomfortable. I like feeling scared. So if we've got 45 minutes, 90 minutes of audio where people are going to go, holy shit. Yeah, it was real. It was real. We put it out there. We put it out there. I don't know what I'm, I'm trying to say. Dear listener, what I'm trying to say is this show is bloody excellent, right? And me and Kath are the best at this in the country. The best at this stuff. I couldn't do what Mike Graham does. Couldn't do what, what James O'Brien or Nick. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it that way. But this, you've heard people sit in for us. They can't. They can't. Me and Kath are the best in the country at this, whatever this is. I don't know what this is, but we're the best, right, at making you feel something. So don't take the piss, right? Come and play with us. Come and have fun with us. Phone us up and then let us breathe for a bit. You know, don't, don't kind of pin everything onto us, okay? We're just two idiots trying to make it in the world as well, okay? Did any of that make any sense? Probably not, but here we go. 0344 499 This dear listener is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents, um, cross-dressers. Yeah, did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. We got Noah, Tom, James, David, Becky, but first of all, we got Marcus. Yes, man. Yes, man. I've I've forgotten what I'm calling for. Scooby-doo-ba-ba-ba-doo-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba
Uh, I have gone well. Uh, you have been on the line for um, just under 19 minutes. That is a long time <laughs> to retain one piece of information, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah, man. I love you. I love you guys. Thank you, and you Marcus. Good. What have you taken tonight, Marcus? Well, I I, I was teetotal for about 25 years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, what have you taken tonight, Marcus? I do, I love a whiskey and disarona. A pisarona? Yeah, this, it's a, it's a, it's a disarona. It's it a, yeah, like it's a, a, And you know, amaretto. Yeah, do you that's know, the one. Is this the way to amaretto? amaretto. He'll be puking on my pillow. pillow. Love it. <laughs> ah, 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 Marcus, yeah. Marcus. Marcus, 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 Marcus. Anyway, Marcus, so you don't know what oh, you want yeah. to say then. Marcus, say hello to my good friend David Badcock. Oh, hello, David Badcock. Uh, right. How, um, are you doing? <laughs> hello. Even I've been hugging my pillow. No. Dreaming no, dreams of Amarillo. That's where Marie who lives with me. Mark Marcus. I don't want to talk to you because I hate drunk people, okay? Whoa! Oh, David, you're the only... Me, Catherine, and you are the only person that heard that because we had to dump it. But I think everyone can guess what he said. For those who... The the first half of that line was uh, uh, David saying, Marcus, I don't want to talk to you because I don't like drunk people, and Marcus told him to F off there. (laughs) I wish I could speak to the callers like that. Oh, that, that. I feel a bit jaded now. <laughs> Not as jaded as Marcus is going to feel in the morning. <laughs> oh, David. You must have had people tell you to F off before, whether it be in the ghost industry or the um, hen sex. Some of them ghosts are rude, aren't they? Well, no, not. Oh. Hmm? I've not had anyone say F off to me for a very long time. How long? When was the last time? What was the last situation where someone rudely told you to F off? I was in Aldi, the supermarket. Yep. Mm. And I was, I remember it vividly, I was going down the salad bit as you walk in. Yeah. And I reached down for the last packet of tomatoes. Okay. Because I, I fancy the ham and tomato uh, 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 sandwich. With mayonnaise? No, no. Okay. Just asking. Curious. What's your favourite uh, uh, sandwich? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Call me now. As I reached for them, a quite big man also reached for them. And I said, if you don't mind, I really want a ham and tomato sandwich. Can I have these? And he said, no. And then I said... Well, I'm going to take him anyway, and then if you try and take him off me, I'm going to uh, get the security to come over. Right. And then he's F off. Who's that? Am I on with someone? I, I really don't. I didn't know well, why. I'm going to take him anyway, and then if you try and take Hello? him off me, I'm going to get the security to come over. Right, turn your radio off. God. Thank you. I have one. Right. Could you Hello? explain why yeah, why you decided on a live radio station to tell me to f off? 
Jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I can't. I can't apologise enough. I tell you, I bet you stink. He's going to do it again. No, I'm, no, I'm very fragrant. Right. Why did you think? Uh, I don't want to get the things I want to say to you, Marcus. But I'm afraid it might really upset you deep down. So you're probably quite sad already, aren't you? I'm deep as a well, baby. Right. Nope. Right. We can't help you. I suggest you go to bed. Well, I'm going to go to bed in about 30 minutes. That's, that's fine, that's fine, man. Who, who, who am I talking to? With respect, I'm not going to tell you my name. All I will... No, I, 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 I'm, not interested, I'm not interested in your name at all. I, I, I am an absolute potty mouth. I, I accept that. But I am a man of extreme... Violence. Passions. Um, what's, what's, Passion. <laughs> what's, Passions. What's the word? Dr- drinking habits. <laughs> I, I am a mal- mal-extreme uh, quality. Oh. Right. Okay. And humility. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever wondered how a chicken gives birth to an egg? Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, f- oh, oh, oh. Okay, that's oh. enough now. <laughs> Did we do the 22 break? We did, thank you. I mean, fair's fair. <laughs> now, maybe, maybe, maybe the first time I warranted it, but that one was unjust. I think you did goad him a little, Scott, to be honest. Scott says, uh, hashtag, je suis Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> David, I'm afraid we're going to have to let you go. If, if you're going to continue to encourage my callers to swear, we probably should probably say goodbye, mate. I asked him if he ever wondered how chickens lay eggs. It was an aggressive... Sexually charged yeah, question. There was a tone. There was a tone. Right, well, there was a tone. I don't want Marcus back. All I want to say is it's been proven in the newspapers that you can actually hatch a chicken from a supermarket egg. Thank you very much indeed. That's not true in the slightest. Oh, man. Let's go to Noah. Good evening, Noah. Hello. What can we do for you? Oh, nothing really. I just want to tell you all that. I'm not your friend. I'll never be your friend. And I hate all of you. I think you're all neurosyphilitic numbskulls. Okay. So you went to prison for a hate crime? There are no such things as hate crimes. And you're phoning up to tell us you hate us all? Yeah. Okay. What did you go to prison for? Doesn't matter. I'm a uh, martyr from libertarianism. Vile racist jailed for 16 months. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying this because we have we've had so many calls about you, Jonathan. Oh, uh, really? Really? Yeah, we have asking you, telling, telling us that they would not want you back on. And Catherine, I don't care what they think. Will you calm down and listen? I have continually said I would welcome, I would be pleased for you to call up continually, right? I've had people give me abuse. I've said I will be pleased for you to call up. However, your aggression towards people in general, but and me specifically, is really unwarranted and unnecessary. And, and, and that's why I think it's important to put this in some context by 
looking at this story of what happened to you? I don't care. Okay. Well, let I me really read this, don't let me care. Read, do, you, do you mind if I read the story? Yeah, because it's full of misinformation. Well, why don't we read it and you correct it? I've already corrected it. A vile racist... Not true. ...who claimed Hitler was born 100 years too soon... OK, has been jailed for 16 months. Jonathan, won't say your last name, 34, admitted at Crown Court to making online threats intended to stir up racial hatred. No, that's not true. You admitted it at Crown Court? No, I didn't. They've uh, deliberately lied there. had nothing to do with race. OK, but you did, so, but you did make online threats? I threaten the whole world all the time. The court heard that you used a social media profile to make threats against Muslims, Jews and MPs. I didn't make threats against Jews. That's another lie. But the Muslims and MPs you did? Yeah. What threats did you make to the Muslims and the MPs? Apocalyptic threats. So what, threats of death? Yeah. Murder? Murder is a bit of a strong word for such um, unpleasant individuals. As as Muslims? As politicians. Okay. Rape? No. Nope. Um, Jonathan posted vicious communications online between March and August 2017. The judge said the views would outrage any decent human being. Well, he mustn't get out that much. The court heard that you had created a social media profile where you alleged to be a champion of free speech, describing, champion. His, describing himself as a white libertarian and white dissident. No, I, not white dissident. White libertarian, because I am a libertarian, and I also happen to be white, and I also believe that white people should have exactly the same rights as any other race. They, okay. So you want to lower you want to lower the you want to lower the rates that white people have to those of, of people of color. Okay, that's interesting. One message um, claimed Muslims should be quotes forcibly sterilized. Yeah. Yeah. And quotes sentenced to death. Yeah. Another encouraged people to hunt down and kill Gina Miller. Yeah. What were you thinking, then? I was thinking that uh, our vote would be respected and that uh, some person who was not born in this country and who does not share our values wants to take away our freedom. Jonathan, you are talking even more bollocks than I think I've heard you talk ever. I was really looking forward to you coming on. I was really interested to see if prison had, had, had calmed you down, if you'd learnt any lessons. I enjoyed our conversations about retro video games. It turns out it's made you more, even more, of a racist, obnoxious... No, shut your face. A racist, obnoxious, anti-Semitic, uh, um, Islamophobic, misogynistic, nasty piece of work, suggesting that Gina Miller should be hunted down and killed and that Muslims should be forcibly sterilised. You are disgusting. Uh, I, I'm embarrassed and ashamed to say that I was championing you coming on this show again because I was really looking forward to hearing your story. And I know that deep down, deep down, that there is something, some, there is a nugget 
of humanity in there. There's a nugget of humanity. But I'm afraid, Jonathan, you have come out worse. You are disgusting. You are horrible. You're a piece of trash. And, okay, those people are right. You're never coming on my show ever again, mate. Never again. So put your phone down, delete my number, stop listening. You are not welcome. After I have defended you, that doesn't, you don't owe me anything because of that. You don't owe me anything. I got it wrong. That's what I'm angry at. I got it wrong. I misjudged completely. And everybody who told me this would happen, I apologise. You were absolutely right. Jonathan, Noah, whatever you're going under these days, not interested, never want to know. I really, really hope you sort your head out, you sort your soul out, and that you can atone for the hideous, hideous things that you have said. Good evening. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to James. Good evening, James. Good evening, Kath, and uh, good evening, Ian. You've, I, I've I got my shake for a second. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm shaking hearing Don't, that. I know. Don't what, worry. What an absolutely. I mean, I, I, I literally, you know, you, you sort of hear that these these views exist. But to hear someone with such clarity mm. go and speak such vile, repugnant, evil racism out of their mouth. And I'm really so pleased that guy phoned. Well, here's the thing. We're in a very weird place in the moment with the whole anti-Semitism in Labour that's been yeah. talked about today. And I suspect that tomorrow, it's kind of come up a bit today, but I suspect tomorrow the Islamophobia uh, in the Conservative Party will come up. And I hope that there is attention once again drawn to Boris Johnson talking about bum boys in tank tops. And, you know, the, 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 we've had the focus on Labour. Let's hopefully it shifts over to, to, to the, the, the things that are going on there in the Conservatives. But another thing I want to talk about and we'll talk about it later you know that apparently on strictly come dancing they had two men dancing they had yeah. over 200 complaints two, well, 200 complaints because two because two, two men were dancing together they weren't doing like the forbidden dance with no drawers on were they, they? weren't doing a 69 <laughs> they were just having a dance and I'm, to, this is the point i want to make james we're yeah. going backwards. I thought that racism was almost done. I thought that homophobia was pretty much yeah. gone. I thought that misogyny, we'd done that one in the 80s. No, 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 no. James, we are going back, right? And unless... I, I was just so shocked. Like, I, I just couldn't... The thing that behind everything he said was just hate. Like, the anger that he had. You know, I'm, you know, I'm pro-Brexit. I might not like what Gina Miller has, has said, or the, or the action. You don't want her dead, though. No. No, and of course. Of she's got every right to say it. She's done everything by the law. I, 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 you know, I voted Remain, but I, yeah. I don't want extreme. I don't want the people behind the the Leave campaign executed. I don't. What? Well, how we got to a place? Yeah. When, and I was about to say, well, that's acceptable. It's unacceptable. And he went to prison for for, for a significant yeah. time for that. But but where people now feel comfortable, James airing those views. Joe Cox was murdered, right? Yeah. We've got to remember that. That when, when um, the, the people said, Farage said after Brexit, no no blood was spilt. Yes, it was. A, an MP was murdered. So we, we, we've got to be careful about the language and the rhetoric we use. And maybe in the past, I've been a little too easy on callers like Jonathan, and maybe I've kind of let them stay on for entertainment purposes. Well, I, I, I can't I do that think, anymore. No, I don't. I think this is... And what I was going to say, and, and the reason why I sort of I called originally before this guy, is that 
I think you've got to be kind to yourself, and I think it's about boundaries. Yep. You know, like I'm a clinician, and essentially I might get on with a patient or we might have a really good working relationship, but there's, there's boundaries, and, and people are overstepping those boundaries, and that's not fair. Yep. You're entitled to a life. You're entitled to, to, to have privacy, and you go and open yourself up as an entertainer, but that's what you are. You're an entertainer. Here's the other you thing, know. though, James. Those boundaries yeah. are there for those people's own good as well, actually. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Everyone needs to know where they stand so they know what their expectations should be so that there's no disappointment or upset. Mm. And, and particularly with some of the regular callers that you've had as well and the stuff that you've kind of you've done for them, you know, you've gone well above what anyone would expect you know, uh, radio presenters to do. And, and you do that because you care. But it's, it's unfair and I think it's, I think it's dangerous for your mental well-being as well. Mm. And I kind of really got that sense when you were talking actually in about what you were going through mm. and actually you very much sounded like um someone that is going through a, a stalking experience and a victim and it was really uncomfortable to hear because you were deeply honest and um it's really unacceptable behavior i have to clarify let me just clarify one thing when i was reading the email and then someone else called john was texting in that was a different john who thought I was talking about him, even though I was reading a specific email. So Which is part of the problem, of course. Oh, James, listen, it's so nice to talk to you. I'm, I'm late for the um, thing. People are texting going, that, that Noah has to be a wind-up. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, he won't be coming on the show again. I'm so disappointed. Um, I'm so disappointed. I, I mean, I knew the history. I knew what he said was horrific and was indefensible. I really... I also know that we've had some really interesting calls with him where we've talked about old video games, we've scratched the surface of what happened to him. There have been moments of humanity there. There have been real moments of humanity. And I got, you know, the last time he came on, he tried to shame me about behaviour I've done in the past. Um, he won't be coming on here again. Uh, Scott says, um, that's one of those jaw-dropping moments of radio I've ever heard in 20 years of being a speech radio-obsessed numpty. There you go. Uh, we got Becky and we got Noel Taylor, dear listener. This is Talk Radio. We are Talk Radio. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.